Hey, Domestic Doll and Josh Landers in the dungeon. I almost said the jungle. In the jungle. Welcome to the jungle. Na, 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 uh, in the dungeon yet again. And you know what I stupidly tried to do today? I tried to move all of my shit into the house because the kids are gone. They're at school for an indeterminate amount of time. I don't know how long they're going to be at school. Uh, hopefully the rest of the year. My wife's teaching, hopefully th- hopefully for the rest of the year. Uh, but I stupidly try to move all of this, all of my dungeon scape. Uh, and if you're watching the video, if this fucking video actually works, you can see this This is where I belong. I belong with the vermin. I belong with the, with the, the, the lower-tiered uh, uh, society. I, I belong with the slime, the bottom of the barrel. That's where I belong. I don't belong in the house. I tried to move all this shit into my pretentious suburban home in the sort of northern bay area of California. I tried to. Uh, I tried to be in 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 the know, uh, in the unknown, in the void. I don't know. Devoid? Uh, avoid the noid? Domino's Pizza? But I, I just tried to be something that I'm not. Um, and maybe that's, I feel comfortable in this. I feel comfortable in my skin. I feel comfortable in my golden girl shirt. Uh, everybody stay golden. Uh, friend. Everybody needs a friend. What was the theme song with fucking Estelle Getty, uh, B. Arthur, uh, Betty White, and uh, fucking uh, the other chick, Rose. The one that I probably would have boned. Uh, and probably had a thing for when I was eight years old watching Golden Girls with my parents uh, or by myself creepily in 1986 or whatever the fuck it was. Um, but I can't do that. I can't, I can't just go from one uh, niche, uh, one environment to another. Uh, that's not what I, can, that's not what I, what I want to do. I would spend too much time sitting at my uh, posh winery kitchen table looking out at uh, the fake lawn that we have in our backyard and looking at our dog laying upon it. Uh, I would be uh, fantasizing about the life I could have in a cabin in the middle of nowhere uh, rather than be in the suburban uh, wasteland of Northern California and looking at my appliances in my kitchen that should be stainless steel, but we haven't made it quite yet. Our appliances are still white, uh, um, so uh, kind of like our, our pasty asses, uh, but white in the sense that they're not, it's not the cream of the crop yet. We just haven't had the stainless steel success uh, uh, in life, and, and all life is determined upon whether you have stainless steel appliances or not. Um, if you have white, you're, you're like me. You're at the lower tier. You're in the dungeon. If you have like black, uh, appliances, maybe you're moving up into the sort of pur- purgatory of success in the middle ground of Dante's Inferno. Uh, and then once you get the stainless steel, you've made it. Uh, you have to buy special uh, um, uh, special cleaners to clean your appliances. You might even hire someone, some poor Nicaraguan uh, child to come and, and, and clean your appliances and then they'll get some sort of cancerous uh, tumor uh, from inhaling that stainless steel cleaner and 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 then you'll feel good about it. You'll feel be you'll you'll feel okay about it. You'll give to their GoFundMe. You'll throw them a hundred bucks for the GoFundMe. You'll still ask them ask them to come in on Tuesdays at eleven o'clock after your yoga class to clean said appliances. But you'll feel bad. You'll you'll at least support the GoFundMe. You'll put emojis on the Facebook uh, posts and Twitter feeds or Instagram, whatever it might be that their poor par- that this child's poor parents are asking for 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 help from you in particular because they clean your appliances and and, and they, they believe you're rich because you have stainless steel and you live in northern california but in in in, in reality you owe home depot seventy four thousand dollars and you're late on that payment so maybe i'm just i'm, I'm just supposed to be here i'm supposed to be here in the dungeon talking to a hundred dollar camera talking to a hundred into a hundred and fifty dollar microphone on my work computer because this is what i figured out now my work computer which i got for free is a much nicer computer than the dirtbag one i've been using that's about five or six years old so this is now what i'm doing i i am working quote unquote i i am getting paid to do this uh not from this but I'm getting paid for my remote job while I'm doing this. Does that make sense? All right. I don't know. What did I talk about last time? Uh, I believe I was talking about the New York Landers uh, East Coast de- debacle trip. I got to get used to having a camera in here. It's not not fun. Um, one, I have to stare at my ugly fucking head. And then two, I can't lean back from the microphone as much as I want to. And I don't even know if this fucking camera is recording my sound. 
Um, this is where we're at now. So I think I left off last time, and it's been a couple of weeks. I've had, I've, I've had a daunting couple of weeks. Actually, it's not been so bad. I turned 43 a week ago, uh, Monday the 23rd. Today is Tuesday the 31st. And then I recorded a podcast about three or four days before that, I believe, uh, after our New York trip. Had to get settled after our trip. The kids had to get back to school. I had to, I had to get my son back to uh, high school, all these other things. So we had, we had some things to figure out. We had some uh, um, schedules to, to iron. Um, and I think logistically, logistically, the Landers, I think, are back now. Uh, but last Thursday, uh, after my birthday, so that was a, a couple of days of drunkenness. Uh, you, you only turn, turn 43 once. And since I'm such a winner, you know, I, I drank my way into 43. So I had a couple of beers uh, on Saturday, Sunday, and then I'm like, Monday, fuck it. Family's out, of, out at school, at work. I'll just sit here and, and do what, what I do, which was kind of nothing that day. I gave myself a day of luxury, a day of relaxation, a day to not do much. I walked the dog. I think I did some exercise. I can't remember. But then, of course, I said, "Ah, fuck it. I'll, I'll start drinking," and I did. So that was a kind of, that was kind of a wasteful day. Um, I think I got uh, what five guys burgers or something like that. I don't know something for the kids, something for myself. Uh, my wife had a class that night because, of course, she's going back to school yet again. Good for her. Uh, but to become a principal, an administrator at some point. So she had class that night, of course, on my birthday. But birthdays don't fucking matter anymore. Once you turn a certain age, they just don't matter. So. I don't care anymore, but there's always that weird cloud or a haze that I get around birthday time of depression. Uh, because like I, if my five listeners know, you know, I'm subject, I'm, uh, abject. No, I'm subject. I'm inspect. I'm a prefect reject reject. I'm reject. I'm a re- reject. Yeah. I'm, I'm a, I'm a reject, but I'm predisposed, possessed, uh, um, predispositioned. I'm I'm I I have this these these calamities I guess you would say of, of anxiety and depression sometimes and for whatever reason I don't know why it comes around the birthday time a, a, a lot because I think I reflect I think I go back to I regret I regret too much I go back into my history and say like oh what could I have been what could I have done oh I should have stuck with music longer oh I should have joined that band instead of this band I should have not given thrown that shit all away oh I should have kept writing that oh I had a novel at one point that almost sold to a major uh, publisher oh I should have kept going with that and now I'm starting to like feel that pressure around my birthday I'm like what if what could I have done uh, instead of just being in the ne- in the now uh, being present, uh, being that sort of fucking guru that I secretly, I think, strive to be, to be that sort of fake uh, succubus of, of people's emotions and say, like, you know, today is the day to destroy uh, the, the, the humanity of your regret or some shit. I don't stuff I can't comprehend, shit that's in a hexagon somewhere, something that's in a pentagram, something that is in a fucking serpent's ball sack, and, and, and some guru is... Trying to milk that fucking that 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 sack of anal 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 grease out of it and and putting it on Instagram and posting these memes or posting these messages on a daily basis for motivation. Uh, something that, like I said, secretly am, am wanting to be. I want to be one of these people. Um, but for whatever whatever reason, I just regret things. Uh, it's not like I want to go back to high school because I don't. I don't want to go back to college because I don't. I, I, I enjoyed certain aspects of college and grad school. It was mostly about the, the few friends that I still have and made back then of drinking. It was all about fucking drinking uh, and, and having fun and writing and, and, and living in a different area, living in several different areas. I, I enjoyed that time of moving around. And I know a lot of people don't. They're like, well, how can you move around? Why do you, where are you living now? <laughs> oh, I can't keep up with you. <laughs> I haven't lived that fucking many places. I'm not like an army brat. I'm not moving around like a hero somewhere uh, uh, um, to uh, zip code after zip code after zip code uh, throughout my childhood up into adulthood. No. But you know what? I tried different places. I had a little taste. I had a little sample of life. It's like when you go to a fucking uh, four-star restaurant, you want to try the dishes. You want to try these little tasters. You go to a brewery or a Winery, if you're one of those cunts, you want to go. To, you want to taste the different uh, uh, levels, uh, uh, the d- different shades, the hues, uh, the the oak, the bourbon barrel, turkey cock. You want to taste all that stuff, uh, and that, that's what I wanted. I want to taste life. 
That's what I want to do. I just want to taste life. Uh, but again, depressive on 43. So that took me a couple of days just to get out of. And then I knew coming up, maybe part of the depression, I knew my fucking snaggletooth monster mouth uh, needed to get some work done. Uh, last Thursday, 20, the 26, whatever the fuck it was, 26. So I knew that was coming up. And I knew it was a surgery that I needed, uh, uh, not a surgery that I'm going to be completely anesthetized or put under, but it, it was something that I needed to get done. And something that I needed to get done for quite a while. Uh, obviously, I should have got braces when I was you know, 15, 16, 17 years old. My parents should have fucking pushed me into that. I know there's a thing about pushing kids too hard. They will... Uh, they will uh, 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 kind of re reject you as a parent if you push them too if you push them too hard. They will reject themselves as a, as a participant in that sport or activity that you you force them to do. Uh, they will become depressed or anxious or they'll become sad uh, and they won't be able to do their schoolwork or have friends and then they'll commit suicide when they're 22 or be high on crack because it's all your fault, Dad. Dad, it's your fault. You should have never let me play ping pong, ping pong after school ruin my life um but you know you want to push kids to a certain thing that they need to do uh and my parents should have made me honestly fucking chained and shackled down they should like the fucking jew i am they should have made me go into that chamber they should have made they should have pushed me into that fucking into uh, under that shower head and if gas came out or not that's bad to say but if it, it, they should have been like you know what josh you're doing it i don't give a fuck you're our people my father's people have been forced uh to flee uh, thousands and thousands of years they had to live on fucking unleavened bread and 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 and, and, and snipped dick their entire existence, all right? You can get your fucking f teeth fixed. I don't care if you think it's cool at a, as a 16-year-old douchebag. I know fucking Joe Strummer has shitty teeth. I know a lot of the bands, like fucking Billy Joe from Green Day. I know he has fucked up teeth, but he got it fixed. Do you, do you ever see Nicolas Cage, which I wasn't a fan of when I was a kid, but did you see Nicolas Cage when he was a kid, when he was young, when he was acting? He had fucked up teeth, and then he got rich, and he was able to fix them. That's not us, Josh. You're not like that. You have zero talent. The only thing you have in life, possibly, to get laid is probably a decent smile. You should go get your teeth fixed. We're making you fucking do it, Jew boy. All right? Half Jew boy. Because the Viking side has good teeth. The Jewish side does not. The Jewish people in our family don't have good teeth. All right, so you got that side for whatever reason. You got the strapping, uh, good looks, and, and, and thunderous uh, uh, moxie in the bed from the Viking side, but you didn't get it from the Jew side. So unfortunately, you need to get braces. That's what the that's the talk they should have had, not the birds and the bees, not like not not what I should, what goals I should have in life uh, post high school or even in high school. None of that mattered. What mattered was getting me a good smile because I would it would have given me a chance. But lo and behold, they listened to me as a dipshit 16-year-old. Be like, I don't want to do this because I was scared. I'm scared of most things in life. I'm scared of intimacy. I'm scared of, uh, of, of failing. I might be scared of success. I don't fucking know. I have never reached that level of success that I'm wanting in life, right? Uh, but I should have got it. So anyways, um, I had it this week. I had one of the, one of the issues I needed to take care of. And over the last 10 years, I've kind of been playing with the idea that I need to get this shit done. I need, uh, obviously, eventually braces. I need to get surgery on my jaw to get those braces. But this was the first step. I know I needed periodontal work. I know I needed to get some shit grafted into my gums that are uh, receding and probably have been receding since I was was able to grow teeth uh, when teeth were I'm sure it's been a long process over the last 30 or 35 years whatever it might be where I knew I probably needed to get something done and we're going to be doing it for my daughter my son somehow lucked out with the fucking straight teeth gene probably from his mother's side but my daughter it looks like she'll probably need braces cute as a button which I fucking was as a child which I look at pictures and she looks like me unfortunately but she's going to need work done and we're already setting her up at eight years old yep you know what you're going to need braces and it's going to be okay we will make you get braces. I don't give a shit if you're going to whine. You will get braces. And I think she's already knows that. And she's okay with it. Um, but again, I went. I had that surgery done. So I wasn't looking forward to that. I get, uh, like usual, I get anxious at the doctor's office because it's not fucking normal. Or the dentist chair. It's not normal. There is nothing normal about these situations which I've talked about in the past. Um, so I go there. I know I have to get it. And it's expensive. My shit insurance, which I'm lucky to have. 
knock on wood, I do have insurance. But of course, with this type of procedure, my insurance from another state, they don't cover it. It's not in their, uh, what is it called? Not best interest. It's not, it's, it's, it's out of network. Uh, so the work I had was from a good dentist. The, tent, the dentist that uh, smart, intelligent people with good jobs, maybe not smart, intelligent, but people lucky enough to have good jobs or fell in that sort of, uh, uh, role of somehow getting a good job. Uh, maybe they had an uncle at a, at, a, at a fucking construction company that's kind of slipped them in. What's that word called? When, uh, not pedophile, uh, uh, not fucking periodontics. Uh, what's the fucking called when, when you, you somehow get, uh, um, God damn it. What's the fucking word? I can never think of shit on this thing on this fucking podcast. Uh, anyways, you get your foot in the door because you have an uncle that works there. You know what I'm fucking talking about. Fucking philanthropist, uh, pterodactyl, whatever it's called. Um, uh, so if you're lucky enough to have these, this insurance that cut co- that will cover hundred percent of what this periodontist does, fucking kudos to you, man. I wish I had it, but unfortunately my insurance only, uh, covered 50%. And I probably talked about this on a previous podcast. Don't give a fuck. Nobody listens. Uh, um, but it, the, eventually I had it scheduled in July, had to cancel because I didn't know what my insurance actually paid. I didn't want to pay hundred percent out of pocket because it's not a cheap procedure. So eventually it came back. Yes, we do pay 50% of your procedure. Fuck it. Got it done. Cause where does money go anyways? What the fuck do I do with my money? I don't spend a lot of money. I'm wearing a fucking golden girls, uh, t-shirt that was $2 at a thrift store. The most expensive thing I'm wearing right now is a fucking Arkansas Razorback hat. Uh, uh, so judge me, all right? Judge me. So who cares? And my wife was, of course, always been urging me, uh, go get your shit done, go get your shit done. Somehow she married me with the teeth that I have. Somehow, somehow she's been married to me and has sex with me with the teeth that I have. I don't think she likes to look at me. I don't think she even likes to like uh, realize that I have a mouth and a lips and tongue and shit like that, uh, unless she wants to, <laughs> uh, but uh, 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 unless she needs to. But um, yeah, she's always been the sort of encouragement pushing me towards this. So I said, fuck it, I'll do it. And I'm not like scared of the procedure. I don't mind the pain. It, that's not the shit that, that I, I, I fear. And there's something like, a, there's a weird masochist living inside me that I, that I look forward to the pain. Uh, it's kind of the reason maybe why I break a shoulder playing rugby. Don't go to the doctor. One, no insurance. Two, I probably know, fuck it, they're not going to be able to do anything with this shit anyways. And then three, uh, maybe I want the pain. Maybe I feel like maybe it's the, the flagellate in me, not flatulence, but the flagellate in me fucking just whipping my back saying, fucking feel the pain, man. Feel God going through your fucking veins, motherfucker. If I was going to be religious, I'd be that religious. I'd be that fanatic. I would be that person who just beats the shit out of himself, flagellates themselves into sort of submission to the greater good of the universe or the greater good of the spirit in the sky, spirit in the sky that I'm following. All right. Um, so the pain wasn't an issue. It's just going. That's the first anxiety I have. It's just a step through the door. And once I'm sitting there, I know my blood pressure is going to be high because it always is. And I know the dentists are going to be, I have that, like, uh, I, I always wonder. And it doesn't make me feel sad. It just makes me wonder, you know, I kind of laugh inside about it. Uh, the, what they look, what they, what they're thinking in their head. And I know they see, they've seen fucked up teeth. I know they've seen maybe possibly more fucked up situation than I have in my fucking narrow Ticonderoga fucking, uh, rule number two pencil head. I understand they've probably seen worse of the worst shit of the shit. They've probably seen a fucking asshole bleeding out of a mouth somehow. They've probably seen cum strapped, like somehow trapped in someone's throat that they had to like <laughs> scrape out with a fucking plaster plaster thing, plaster spoon, plaster speck, spackle, spackle brush stick that they had to fucking suck out of some 300 pound whore's mouth. I know they've seen shit, but I always just wonder, like when, when I'm leaning back about to get fucking waterboarded uh, uh, with the dental assistant, you know, staring at me, the fucking dentist staring at me, the fucking weird lights, uh, like I have blaring in my eyes right now. Uh, how is the lighting? And if anybody watches the video, how's the lighting? Um, but I just, I always think what's going on inside their head. Like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck? What happened to this guy? This man is 42, three years old. What, what, why did he have parents? Why, where was his parents? Was he homeless? Was he, how poor did this guy? Jesus Christ. Maybe we, should, maybe we should go pro bono. Should we go pro bono on him, Denise? Denise, should we go pro bono on this guy? No, no, he's white. Nah, nah, fuck it. He can pay. Fuck it. Pay it. No, no, fuck it. He's got insurance. He's got insurance. No pro bono. No pro bono. Go. Fucking drill, drill into his fucking monster face. All right, we, we, we have drills and scalpels and shit for a reason. 
fucking ruin that motherfucker. So they do. They start ruining me. And of course, I have to get shit grafted, not from my own mouth, but I got some poor corpse somewhere who has to, in the, in the afterlife, in the ether of the afterlife, Wherever our poor souls go, this corpse, this man or this woman, I started calling the corpse Curtis for some reason. I don't know, Kurt, Kurt, Kurt the corpse. Um, this poor guy uh, got something, you know, got some of his skin lopped off his own mouth or dick or balls. I don't know what they put in my mouth. I honestly, I never saw the tissue. I still haven't seen it because I seen it because I can't pull my lip away from my uh, uh, from my monster face to see what the what it looks like. I have stitches in there, uh, and I'm speaking well. The swelling has gone down. The pain was not that bad the first day. A little bit didn't take shit. I don't take uh, uh, I, the only shit I do is alcohol, uh, mostly weed sometimes, some edibles. I didn't do any of that stuff after this this procedure uh i didn't i don't like to numb myself i got my wisdom teeth out years ago at a too old of an age of course never took the fucking percocet or whatever they gave me i didn't want to i don't i don't like to dull that the, the feeling of this shit um but anyways what was i talking about so yeah, I get it done. Uh, and they stitch me up. So poor, poor Curtis in the afterlife, he has to know wherever he's at. Like, Jesus Christ, I want to know this guy? I didn't fucking sign the DMV worksheet. I didn't fill that shit out for my license to be a donor to get that little pink sticker on my California. And who knows if this fucker's from California? He could be from, from fucking uh, South America. They could be from the Middle East. I could have a, a, a unfortunate Afghans, a former Afghan refugee's fucking uh, uh, lip in my mouth. I don't know. I don't know where this... this graft came from from this donor is it even uh, clean i know i have 50 percent out of network coverage but is this shit even clean they could have smeared it in fucking iguana shit for all i know in fucking barbados and then shipped it over and be like yeah put it in the poor sap's mouth i have zero clue is it adhering to my own monster recession in my mouth i don't know hopefully it is it feels okay i stopped talking taking the antibiotics after a couple of days because it was fucking up my liver because my liver is probably fucking ruined but it was really fucking up my stomach I think that's what it was, but now I'm 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 eating like a fucking seventy five year old woman at a, at a at a fucking hometown buffet. I'm I'm, I'm co- overcooking my vegetables. Uh, I'm eating fucking slop. Uh, I gotta mush everything down for a cut for another three or four days, and it's not so bad. I'm eating protein bowls, but I got it done. All right, I got it done. That's that. I guess that's the moral of the story. This is not what the podcast was supposed to be about, but this is the reasoning that I have, and the time that I can take now. With the, with the family out of this house, in the dungeon while I'm sitting here, uh, is, is to tell you guys what I've gone through. Uh, the trials and tribulations and the woe is me story uh, uh, of Josh, of, of Domestic Dawn, of, of, of this empire, of this enterprise that I am currently trying to build on my own in my garage while I'm staring at a fucking $100 camera that I bought last year just to try out that's sitting on top of my pretentious Yeti cooler that my wife bought me for Father's Day. That is what that is how golden, like my shirt, is is, and this is how I, I'm all in. I'm all in. All the fuck. All all my chips are on the table here. I'm all in. This is what I'm doing in my garage while I, while, while while I'm quote unquote working. All right, but let's get back to the fucking uh, uh, what we what we discussed last time. I said I, I, my last podcast said part one, but does it really even fucking matter? No one listens. Does it really matter if I put part one or part two or part deux? Hot shots part deux. Is anybody gonna actually listen? I don't think so. So it doesn't matter. How do you grow a business? I'm not. A, I'm a nobody. I'm a nothing. So how do I actually get people to listen to this? I'm trying. I have a Patreon now. So you can go to my patreon.com uh, slash uh, domestic dawn and you can you can sign up for $3, for $5, for $20. You can sign up for whatever the fuck you want. I don't know if I did it correctly and I have one patron. So thank you. Shout out to that man. And I think I know who you are. You know who you are because you're one of my five listeners. So thank you for that. That $5 will buy me a fucking fruit juice or a half a pint like we discussed uh, at some pretentious brewery in the North Bay. All right, so what do we go? I think I was talking about hipsters. I was talking about the fucking haberdashery, uh, uh, hat-wearing, uh, fedora, uh, Panama hat-wearing douchebag in front of me with the kids saying, are you from Brooklyn? Uh, I think that's where we are at last time. Um, so yeah, we get, to, we, we get to New York. So we should, should we talk about this more? Should we get to New York again? And I mentioned to you last time that people are always like, why do you, uh, well, why? Why New York? Uh, I'm not going to get into that as much. But once we're there, I'm feeling like, yeah, fuck it, I'm glad we went. And now we're fully removed. The last time I spoke to you, we were not fully removed from that 7 to 14 day, or 2 to 14 day, where the fuck it is when COVID is supposed to uh, attach to your, at the cellular level and kill you. We, we, we're 
fully removed from that. It's now, uh, when do we get back? It's now three weeks. It's now three weeks on the fucking dot, on the day. Three weeks on the day that we came back from New York City. So we're stuck in a fucking sardine can for six hours, no layover. So we just had, oh, I know, well, it's treated air. It's recycled air. It's fucking uh, uh, ozone air. It's fucking air from a witch's tit. I don't know what what the air is in the fuck, in the uh, airplane that supposedly makes it safer for uh, uh, non-COVID-related injuries. I don't remember hearing that before. Don't you guys remember when you went on airplanes? I think I remember taking the shit. What was it called? Airborne? Those little fucking effervescent... Uh, uh, is that the right word? Effervescent? Is that a is that a band? Effervescence? Uh, effervescent, the thing that fizzes, like Alka-Seltzer. One drop, two drop, fizz, fizz, pop, pop, whatever, whatever relief it is, whatever the fuck it is. Rice, snap, crackle, pop, 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 fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is, right? The fucking Alka-Seltzer shit. But this airborne stuff, this little tube, I remember I used to buy it. It's, it's probably a fucking placebo pill. Like most things are, like the fucking antibiotics I took, the amoxicillin is probably placebo shit as well. Uh, but anyways, uh, just like the ibuprofen that I took one, I took one or two, I took two ibuprofens on the day of my procedure. Did they fucking work? They did absolute zero, zero effect on the, the pain that came in. But again, I welcome the pain. I want the pain. I strive for the pain. Uh, but those little airborns, they used to say, you know, you're going to get sick when you travel. People who travel a lot get sick. They get the common flu. They get other little uh, viruses and things like that when you travel. So how now, brown cow? On the now that fucking uh, Delta and it's COVID, whatever the fucking variant might be, Lambda, Beta, Revenge of the Nerds, fucking nerds. Uh, what's his name? Monster Beef, uh, Hagrid. What the fuck was the guy's name? Uh, Bozo, Boner. No, those are, those are the nerds. Booger. That was a nerd. What the fuck is it? What the what was the guy? Anyways, the big grizzly man's name. Grizzly man. So, anyways, um. When, how, how come now, all of a sudden, that the recycled air uh, or, or the, the clean air in the airplane, whatever it might fucking be, the circulated air, how come that now supposedly suppresses COVID, but back in the day, they told people to sort of, you know, uh, hop up on vitamin C, take those little airborne effervescence before you travel. That was that whole person's shtick. That's how they made millions of dollars probably off that airborne product. Is that still around? I don't know. I remember when I was feeling sick back in the day, sometimes I would buy one of those airborne little uh, cartridges, uh, those little containers, and pop one of those effervescents in a, in a glass of water and drink it down just because it has a lot of what? Minerals, fake or not, uh, 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 um, you know, a placebo or not. Whatever it makes it, okay, I got something into my body. I got, I got potassium, magnesium, zinc. You know, I got all these things in my system from this little pill, uh, this little uh, pill that is that is now foaming in my in my in my 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 fucking taint. Um, but so we, that's now gone. That's now gone. So, anyways, we 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 made it. We made it on the airplane. Made it through that. We made it through fucking New York City. And I know if people say, oh, New York City is dangerous. It's so dangerous. I, of course, I get that in my brain. I get fixed on media quite a bit, which is probably accurate, and just as it is inaccurate at the same time. So I see all these things about shootings, middle-of-the-day fucking uh, 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 attempted kidnappings of, of children off the street. I see the sort of the, the, the surveillance footage, the fucking eye in the sky, the, the, the panopticon, uh, you know, the fucking uh, the eye of Sauron uh, looking at down at the streets of New York City and seeing people getting beaten with bats, uh, you know, in the, in the fucking broad daylight while people are, are putting it on, on, on Instagram and shit or, or live uh, Facebook, Facebook Live. And you're like, oh, my God, some guy's getting killed in the middle of the street. Let's not help him. Let's film. Uh, um, because I'm the next Scorsese, because now New York's back, and New York is gritty, now New York is like 1970s fucking uh, 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 taxi driver uh, zone now, and it's not, it's not, I went there, I went there as a fucking pretentious, white, North, Northern California, as the at the moment, uh, not born and bred, uh, but at the moment living here, all the way across country, across country, and you think we would be a mark, you think we'd be a target the moment we get off the fucking uh, the subway uh, coming from JFK? Get right, getting on the fucking air train from JFK, you would think we would be the mark. But we're, we weren't. I never felt scared once in New York City. And this is traveling with two kids. Yeah, one's almost 16, so he can do whatever. He's, he's on his own. He could figure it out. But the other one's eight. And we did that in Thailand. We did that in Costa Rica. We've done that in other places in this country uh, that are probably a little bit more uh, um, dangerous than others, of course. But in New York City, you always hear, like, oh, you got to watch out for that shit. Of course, you got to watch out. 
I didn't take my children out, out at like 2 a.m. I didn't get on the subway at 4 a.m. I'm not going to do that anymore. Like I said, I'm a 43-year-old man with fucking a, a dead man's uh, uh, fucking prostate in my mouth. Uh, I could, I could, I could literally probably taste his balls right now. I could taste what that last man, how he, how he tasted, what he ate right at his final ejaculation when he keeled over of heart disease or whatever the fuck it was. Uh, and I probably have his, whatever disease he died of, I probably have now have in my mouth, which is something interesting to think about. And that could turn into a story later, which I think Stephen King has probably already done most likely or Dean Koontz or fucking Kunta Kinta, uh, whatever. So yeah, of course, we get off the airplane, we're fine. I, I'm pretty much half drunk. It was an early flight. Uh, I'm drinking all the way on the on the flight, sitting next to my daughter, like I mentioned last time. Da, 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 da. We already got there. Get on the air train, get on the subway, get to the fucking hotel. And you know, it's a trial, of course. It's it's busy. We gotta figure out the fucking metro cards. We gotta figure out how to get from the air and like, all right, here's the air train. That was easy enough. Where do we fucking pay? How do we get a fucking metro card? And that was the biggest debacle that we had, I think, in New York City was a goddamn fucking metro card. I remember when I went to New York City a lot long time ago by myself. I had had trouble with the metro card i remember when i went to chicago and all the fucking uh, pretentious uh, uh uh grad student cunts that i went with at some sort of writer's conference that i never fucking attended i just wanted to go see chicago and, and get paid for by the school i was going to to go to chicago and i did and i went to the conference for about exactly 12 minutes saw a bunch of other pretentious asshole writers and i've been like you know what i'm gonna go fucking get a drink and i did i wanted to go see wrigley field and i went by myself but i remember the first day there it takes me a little time to figure out the fucking system all right, here's a card, purchase a card. And when I was by myself, it was a lot easier because I just purchased one card. That was it. But now we have four of us to figure out. So do I buy one Metro card? Do we buy four Metro cards? Do we pay each uh, trips individually? Or do we get one $30 Metro card for the next four days, whatever the fuck it was? So that took some time. And we figured it out, but it wasn't easy. And what we've noticed about New York City, which is different, no different than any other big city, people don't give a fuck about you. People don't care what you're uh, feeling or thinking or the struggles that you're going through, maybe as a family, trying to travel during these trying times, uh, during these unprecedented times, uh, the new normal, whatever it might be. They don't give a fuck. These are people who work for MTA, and they're just behind their glass. I'm like, I, this, what do we do with this fucking card? And my wife bought a card. We thought in a smart way. We're like, oh, buy the fucking $35 one. We could just swipe it, hand it back, swipe it, hand it back. That was the wrong thing to do as a dumb tourist because you can't do that. That is just for you. Uh, and I, I heard later on a, a, a nice uh, uh, fellow let us in. He's, ah, oh, just go. Just go through the fucking gate. He opened the gate. He worked for them. He worked for the fucking metro system, whatever it's called. Is it the MTA? Uh, NWA? Whatever it might be. I'm not saying that because he was an African-American fellow, all right? He was a nice man. Nice young man. He let us through. He said, just go. Pick her up to, to my daughter and just throw her over the fucking turnstile and go. She's young enough. No one's going to give a shit. But, of course, we're trying to do the, the right white thing and just go like, oh, we each have to swipe. We each have to swipe. No one's getting mad at us. I don't, we, I don't give a shit. We traveled enough. We don't give a fuck. Um, so that, the, the $30 Metro card. So this is kind of uh, why well, it's fun to talk about travel. But if any of you are going to New York City and you're going to go as an individual, sure, buy that $30 Metro card, $33. It'll, be, it'll work for you for the next three or four days. And it's easy. Swipe, 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 swipe. You go right through. But what that ma nice man told me, he said, oh, it's not swiping for you. I said, well, it is. He can get through, but we can't get through. He said, oh, yeah, it's every 18 minutes that fucking card re-ups. So every 18 minutes, if we stood there like assholes for 18, 36 uh, plus a 54 minutes, then my son could have kept handing it back and swipe. I went through 18 more minutes, swipe. My daughter can come through 18 more minutes, swipe. My wife can come. We're not going to wait 54 minutes at a fucking subway station in the lurking underground where the rats outnumber the fucking humans and the people who are not wearing shirts or pants might outnumber the rats. Uh, we're not going to do that. So we just said, ah, fuck, that was a mistake. There's your card, kid. So my son gets a $30 card, but of course my wife, who was uh, unknowing as, as as well as myself, she bent the card. She bent the card in half. So she bent the card in half, which I guess somehow fucked up the magnetic strip or whatever it might be. So at the entire time we're doing this thing for the next three or four, four or five days, whatever we were in New York, we tried to swipe this fucking bent card and it said, error, 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 fuck. And we have to do it just exactly right. Yeah, just like slipping your fucking hand in a frog's asshole. Just exactly right so you don't tear the fucking uh, flagellum. 
or whatever it is, uh, per- perineum, peritoneum, I don't know, whatever it might be. So you're, we had to ease that one through. And then every other time, we're just purchasing single fucking tickets. Go, go, go. And it's two seventy five per swipe. Not bad. And we took the sub- once you're on the subway, you could take it wherever the fuck you want. And I don't understand why people, and I heard people from other cities in particular, and my cousin was telling me this, who lives outside of Boston, she was saying she has friends in Boston who go to New York that don't take the subway. I don't know if it's fear. I don't know if it's, you know, uh, white pride, uh, Jew pride. I don't know what it is. Why do people not want to take the subway? I like taking the subway. It's easy. It's convenient. It's fun because you can fucking people watch like a motherfucker. And again, it wasn't as crazy as I thought it was going to be. It was more crowded than I thought and then also less crowded at the same time. Did we see any? I didn't see really any crazies on the subway this time. But like I said, we did it smart by we took the subway at normal hours. You know, we would leave at nine in the morning from our hotel, get to some place, walk around for a few hours, get back on the subway around, I don't know, noonish. Get back to our hotel, take the subway around five or six ish, normal time with normal people going on an everyday basis, right? We didn't take, like I said, the 12 a.m. subway, the 2 a.m. No, I'm not going to do that at this age. Maybe if, if I was by myself, I would, but not with my family. It's not going to happen. Um, Am I looking down too much? All right, I'm not used to fucking recording. So if you guys are ever going to watch this on YouTube, I'm looking down a lot. I'm looking down. I'm not looking at the camera. I'm looking at like the fucking screen right next to the camera to see how ugly I look and how fucking white my face looks. Um, so I apologize for those of you who won't watch this. Um, so that was it. So the subway's fine. Saw a little blood or some shit on a, or a melted fucking uh, lollipop or popsicle, like a big stick, whatever it was. I saw some big sticks because uh, in, in, there's a lot of people without pants on. Of a of a certain uh, a certain ethnicity in New York City, so uh, there's some like blood sloshing on one of the seats one time uh, when we're, we're taking the train somewhere. I don't know, but nothing bad. There's a couple of crazies on the stairs that we just brush right by, just like usual. You just step right over them without helping them, without asking what they need, without uh, providing any mental health service. We just walk over. That's what we do. I think Louis C.K. has a great bit. It's just like we just walk over. That's what we do. Oh, we're we're supposed to actually talk to them. We're supposed to look at them. No. And that's the thing about big cities. That's the thing about New York City. You don't need to look people in the eye. When you do look people in the eye, they fucking get weirded out by it. When you say, hello, how are you doing? My, my daughter would be like, oh, I like your dog. And they just fucking walk. My daughter has a thing about liking people's dogs when they brush by, when we're riding our bikes. She says that to every single person where she sees a dog, I like your dog, because she's a sweet girl. She's a nice girl. She wants to be, she likes companionship. She likes to be gregarious. She's a gregarious girl, I think. Um, in, in, but in New York City, every person, I like your dog. Nah, no fucking response. No response whatsoever, which is okay. That's how I like to live. I like to live with zero response. That's why I'm doing this. I'm living my dream, LTD, through this fucking podcast because nobody resp- is responding. So I feel good about it. I feel good. So that was kind of, that was, I mean, there wasn't not too much more to tell about New York City. That was New York City in a nutshell. Keep your head on a swivel. That's always smart. Uh, be wary of which uh, borough or direction you're going. It can be a confusing city. It's a big city. You're, you, what's, what's east? What's west? What's south? What's north? I get confused in these cities that don't really have a, a, a it, I, I'm not spatially aware. But once we learned, oh, the coast is down there. This is where, I mean, the coast is all around, of course. It's an island. And we mostly stayed on Manhattan. And so once we went down to the World Trade Center, once we went down here, you know, then we can get our bearings. And it took a you know day or two to get the, our bearings. Got got a hotel right in central Manhattan, which was you know the hotel was funny, uh, straight out of The Shining, uh, but it, it worked. It was a small, early, you know, 1900, probably uh, not, newly renovated in the 1970s or 80s, probably small rooms. Not a lot of uh, uh, accommodations, but it, it is what it was. It, it is what it is, and that's what we wanted. We wanted something centrally located, right across from Penn Station, thirty fourth and Penn Station, and, and get right on the subway, go wherever we wanted to. It's a lively city. It's a fun city. It's a, it, it's an active city. Could I live there? I don't think so. I don't think I could live there. Uh, it has a lot of stuff to do. I love enjoy. I, I enjoy and I love visiting these large cities, but I don't think that's just not in my nature because where I come from, where I grew up at. I think that's still somewhere in there, um, but I can't go back to where I grew up. I just want to go somewhere quieter, of course. All right? I would like to live off, not the grid, because we're all on the grid, but I'd like to have a little bit more space around me. And then we could always jump into these pools and pockets uh, of busy, uh, um, of city, of, this, of, this bustling, of these bustling areas. Um, but we had good food, great food. 
Uh, we went to Katz's Deli, the famous fucking, oh, uh, 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 of the Harry met, when Harry met Sally fucking orgasm scene. And I don't know if a woman, I don't, I've been married too long. My wife probably fakes, she's, she fakes loving me every single day. She looks at my mouth, she's like, oh. So she, I think she has to fake coming home every day. All right, he has a normal mouth. He, he makes more money than he does. Uh, um, he, 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 he's a good person. He doesn't freak out over dumb shit. He's not Jewish. He has no Jew in him whatsoever. His dick is much larger. All right. He doesn't complain about dumb shit. He doesn't like you know. He he's he's not a conspiracy theory. All right. All right. All right. This this is how she has to get through life. All right. So I don't know if she's ever faked it, but we went to Katz's Deli. My wife and son went in there, waited for a long time. My daughter and I were walking around that area, whatever the fuck it was, for a little while. Got a fucking fantastic sandwich there. Great shit. I went to, a, 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 obviously, a couple of food trucks. Got some uh, gyros, lamb gyros, some falafel. Um, we went to, like, Shake Shack. I, didn't ever, I, I thought it was something. I thought it was fucking Steak and Shake. My son and I went to Steak Shack. A Shake Shack, whatever the fuck it's called. And it has a normal burger. And then that was the one time, the first night we walked in New York City at like 10 o'clock at night. Ooh, uh, spooky, but we made it. Me and my fucking blonde, toe-headed, goddamn uh, um, skinny son, fucking monster face, um, asshole head. He, we, we made it through New York City at night. So we did it. We went to the uh, W uh, World Trade Center Memorial, took the train, took the subway down there where I almost nearly shit my pants. And let's get into fucking Dunkin' Donuts, all right? I don't get it. I don't get Dunkin' Donuts. I went to McDonald's this morning and got my dollar large coffee, two creams, two sugars, because I'm a cunt, all right? I know my wife makes fun of me because I get McDonald's coffee sometimes, but I'm not going to Starbucks to buy a $7 fucking thing. Of co- I don't know. I don't know where they're getting it from McDonald's. I have no idea. But I, I get it because it's cheap, and I'm cheap. I'm fucking, I just, that's just in my nature. I'm not going to spend that much money on coffee. I'll drink it at home or get it for a dollar. But Dunkin' Donuts, I guess in New York, New York City or in, in, in the East Coast, we had to go. We had to, we had to go to Dunkin' Donuts, right? So we did, and we saw it near the area of World Trade Center, and I'm kind of uh, hungover from the previous day's trip, uh, from seeing fucking uh, 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 Panama hats and hairy armpits on the plane and wire rim glasses from Brooklyn, fucking people who eat off their roofs or grow fucking plants and cow parts on their roofs and eat it because they're pretentious and they're progressive and they like all lives matter, black lives matter, cops suck, whatever. Um, more cops in New York than I thought there was going to be. I thought de Blasio, whatever the fuck his name, uh, uh, I thought he defunded the, defunded the police, but I saw a lot more police presence than I, I thought there was going to be, uh, in the Times Square, Manhattan area. Maybe it's a little bit different in, the, in Brooklyn or, which I went to, and I, I saw quite a few cops in Brooklyn as well. So, I, a lot more than I thought. Anyways, um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. So Dunkin' Donuts. So we got that. Went to World Trade Center. I'm a little hungover. Drank too much the day before on the six-hour flight. Drank probably too much that night. Uh, of course, our hotel is right by a fucking Rite Aid or CVS. There's a Dwayne Reed, which I didn't know exactly what it was because I'm not from the fucking East Coast. There's a Dwayne Reed right across the way, which is, if you don't know, sort of like a CVS. Uh, and... Uh, that, that shows where I'm from. If you're from California and never set foot in the East Coast, you've probably never heard of Dwayne Reed. But I've been in the East Coast, but I, I just, it went, in my, went through my memory bank. Uh, I never really thought about it. But I got beer right, right away, you know, stopped, checked in, got our bags at the, up, up into the room. Like, ah, fuck, I'll go to CVS, get some beer, got that. No refrigerator in our fucking room. That's the one thing. We spend money on this hotel, which is which pretty cheap for New York standards, but no fucking, no refrigerator. And is this where we've come to? Is this what we've come to? No refrigerator? I thought that was just like a standard now. Guess not. But anyways, get beer. I drink it warm anyways. Who gives a shit? Good view. Decent view. Uh, from the from the uh, our uh, hotel room. So, um, a little hungover. And I could feel it. Uh, walking around, taking the subway, seeing the World Trade Memorial, uh, which was which was nice to see. Talking to my daughter about it, she didn't fully understand why someone would do that. Of course, she doesn't know. My son obviously heard about it. He's you know, it's a, it was a nice moment for us. And we're not this rah 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 Americana people, but it was a nice moment to see what what happened almost twenty years ago now, uh, pretty, coming up. So uh, then, of course, I get a Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, I'll get an iced coffee. Bad move. Kids got a donut. Uh, each. My wife got something. Coffee. Normal coffee, I think. I can't remember. So I get a fucking iced latte or some shit. And I'm walking around. I'm sipping on it. And that's pretty good. Then we get down to the whatever the fucking park is where we can see the Statue of Liberty from. I can't remember the name of the park. Governor's Park. Fucking uh, Blowjob Park. I'm sure a lot of blowjobs have been given out in the 
turn of the century down there. I don't know what it's called. Statesman's Park, fucking um, Staten Island. I don't know. So uh, we go there, and I'm starting to, oh, shit. My stomach is starting to roil. And whenever I uh, boil, royal, moil, moils, chopping off a dick, moil. Um, so whenever I travel, I get, a, I get a traveling stomach. I don't know why. It's just something that happens to me. And right after a few sips of that, that, that sugary elixir, and, you know, Dunkin' Donuts is no b- better than anything else. It just it just isn't. So I don't know why this thing is the East Coast, Dunkin' Donuts, I gotta go Dunkin'. <laughs> Fucking Boston idiots. Uh, uh, it, was, it was fine. It is what it is. I don't mind it. It's just I don't, I don't get it. So, but again, it wasn't Dunkin' Donuts' fault. It was my own stomach's fault and my own fucking alcohol uh, syndrome's fault and my fucking faulty liver's fault that I'm like, oh, boy, I'm going to shit my pants. And I, I go find a place, take a piss in some weird mall. And it's strange, at the World Trade Center Memorial, there's a mall there now. Was that there before? New Yorkers, East Coast people, people have been there before, Was uh, before 9-11. Was there a mall at the World Trade Center? I'm sure there was a mall. I'm sure there was a shopping district underneath the fucking World Trade Center. It was a match, massive symbol of monopoly and capitalism and, and, and industry, right, uh, of money. Near Wall Street, all of the other shit, right, downtown. So... Was there a mall, though? Was there a mall underneath the World Trade Center? Because now, by the memorial, there is. There's an actual fully functional, like, uh, 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 indoor mall. Um, I'm trying to think of the fucking companies that own malls. What are those called? They're all the same. All malls are the same. There's a Sabaro. There's a fucking Kale's Jewelers. There's a, there's a, 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 a JCPenney. Is that around anymore? There's a Nordstrom's. It's a regular fucking mall. There's a kiosk that sell weird shitty toys that hop around, like spin and shit. Uh, it's a regular mall. So that was, that was a little strange to see on, on one of the darkest days in American history. That there's now a mall, but it makes sense. It's apropos, right? It's fucking fully Americana that there's now a mall where 3,000 people perished and jumped out of buildings rather than getting burned alive. Um, so right around that time, I'm starting to feel it. I'm eating something. Oh, we got bagels. We got bagel, bagels from a Liberty Bagel, I think it was, in fucking uh, uh, near our hotel in Manhattan. Got some bagels with some schmear. Got a schmear of, a schmear of cream cheese. We got some other shit. I'm eating that. I'm, and, and it's, it's, they give a lot of fucking schmegma on that shit. They fucking load that shit up with cream cheese in New York City. Do they do that in other cities? I don't know. I don't know if I've ever bought a fucking bagel in another city. Honestly, it was good. My daughter loves bagels and cream cheese. She was enjoying it. So we ate that shit. And soon after, that's when the I'm like, oh, fuck, here we go. And it's not that I had to shit. It was either puking or shitting. And at that moment, I didn't want to, like, leak fucking brown syrup down my pant leg walking through downtown, going towards fucking the, the uh, whatever the fucking park is called. Brooklyn Park, you know, uh, 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 fucking New York Park, whatever it is. Beautiful scenery, beautiful area. See the, the fucking Statue of Liberty. My daughter really wanted to see the Statue of Liberty. She did. She saw it. Yeah, there it is. Fuck it. And we never went out to it because we're too fucking cheap. And I, who wants to go fucking take a goddamn boat ride to see the Statue of Liberty? Anyways, should we have seen it? Maybe. But did we? No. Um, we could see it far enough. There it is. All right. She's fucking got rust on her. She's oxidized. She's cunty. She's wearing a robe. Where's her nipple? I don't know. There's the shit that we don't need to actually do. Um, we could see it with our own. We could see it with our eyes. All right. From far. From afar. That's what we're trying to teach our children. Don't strive in life. Don't try to see things up close. Just be on the periphery. See things from afar. All right. That's that, that's the way you're gonna you're gonna, you can sneak through life. Be in the shadows. Hide in the shadows. Be the fucking person just sliding against the wall rather than being in front of other people's faces where they can see you and you'll succeed. No, just be in the back. Be in the backdrop. Be the drummer of the band. Be the backbone, bitch. Be the fucking backbone, bitch of life. Um, so anyways, I'm, I'm about to shit my pants. I'm like, all right, kids, I got to walk ahead. You guys are going too fucking slow. And when I get like this like weird sickness, this weird sort of maybe hangover, stomach issue, and like I said, it happens on every big trip I take. This is not like an anomaly. This is not like, oh, it's a New York thing. New York is, a, oh, look at it. Oh, you got some guy shitting in a fucking mop bucket in, a, in Penn Station. No, it wasn't that. It wasn't anything to do with New York City. I get it all the time. And it usually lasts a couple hours and where my stomach's fucked up. Um... And that's a me thing. Uh, uh, should I see a specialist about it? Probably. 
Uh, do I have like eczema or some shit or some weird intestinal problem? Is that a thing? Uh, isotopes? Uh, was that the baseball team in fucking uh, Seinf- or, uh, um, The Simpsons? Uh, whatever is going on in my stomach, it, it's, it is what it is, all right? Um, and I'm the only one motherfucker who didn't get sick in Thailand, so heed to that. Uh, uh, listen, uh, is that the word heed? Heard? Uh, Colin Cowherd? Um, I was the only one who didn't fucking Ralph violently in Thailand, all right? So be it as it may. Um, but I made it through, but I had to walk quickly. We're going through all these districts, all these boroughs. Uh, I, I, I'm blanking on the name a lot of, of a lot of them. We ended up by fucking NYU somewhere. Um, uh, what are the, what's the fucking areas called? I don't know. Upper West Side, Lower East Side. Lower West Side, I don't know. We're in like the cooler district. Then, then I saw some comedy clubs. I'm like, ah, Comedy Cellar, I've heard of that. Oh, I've heard of that one. Oh, the Stan New York City, whatever. You know, in that sort of, maybe I'm wrong with exactly which one I saw, but we're in that area of where it's it's lively. And of course, my ass is about to explode. And, you know, they want to stop in some stores. I just sit on the uh, the, the front stoop like a, like a regular homeless person. Just, I think someone threw me a quarter at some point because I'm just like holding my gut like I have fucking... God, please. Uh, I'm probably pale and pasty. I smell like shit. I smell like fucking steak shack. That was a fucking mistake with steak shack. Uh, because I ate too much too late. I already ate that afternoon somewhere. Uh, I think we got pot stickers or dumplings or some shit at some little bodega. That was pretty good, actually. And uh, my mistake was there. Hey, son, let's go to Steak Shack. Let's have a bonding moment. And I ate too much shit at like 10 o'clock at night. And I couldn't, I, could, I remember like barely being able to finish this greasy double cheeseburger. I'm like, ugh, just shoving it in, drinking a warm beer. Ugh, shoving it in, drinking a warm beer. Ugh. And then just the next morning, I'm like, that steak shake, not a good idea. Dunkin' Donuts, fucking uh, vanilla latte, not a good idea. But I made it through. I powered through. We stopped at a place near, I believe, NYU. We got a beer, Columbia Square Circle. Is that it? Columbia Square? Fuck, I don't know. I gotta look at a map. Uh, see, this is what I don't do. I don't, I don't prepare for this shit. This is why I don't prepare for life. All right? I'm wearing a fucking Golden Girl shirt in my garage staring at two lights that look like fucking bright titties looking right at me. All right? And a camera that I don't know if it's working, if I'm even looking at. Uh, can you guys even hear this on the fucking the, the listening podcast? Uh, you see, I listen to things more than I watch. Uh, so this, I'm, I'm getting used to it. I got to figure out the fucking technology more. Even though it's been a year since I had this fucking shitty camera. All right? Don't judge me. I'm a person. I have feelings. Um, but I powered through like usual. We stopped at a place. I had a couple of beers and boo, ride as fucking rain. After those two beers, I'm I'm good. I'm back. Latte's gone. I took a piss. I'm good to go. Let's go travel. And that day we walked 9.8 miles, I believe. Oh, maybe 10. We might've hit 10.8. I can't remember. But with a, 16, a 15, almost 16 year old asshole uh, complaining about everything, an eight year old sweetheart and a, and a wife and myself, we made it all, 10 to 11 miles in one day. That's pretty good. I would say that's pretty good. And it's not just walk, it's, it's city miles. It's like the, the, the similarity between, oh, I walked 10 miles on a trail. Sure. 10 miles on a trail, I'm not saying it's easy, but if you walk 10 miles on a trail, it's doable. There's not a lot of obstacles. It's just a trail. It's just you and nature, all right? And you can do that. You can get lost in your thoughts. But when you're traveling with family in one of the busiest, biggest cities in the world, you have to be on edge. You you're, you're always alert, or you should be. You're always on, uh, not on edge, but you're always constantly, you're looking around. You're, your brain is overactive. You're always looking. You're always doing. You're always, and it's hot. That there is it's truth about the oppressive humidity of the East Coast sometimes. Is it as bad as the South? No, I've lived in the South with oppressive heat as well. It's different though. It's muggy. There, there's no really, there's no nature around you. You know, it's it's like kind of falsified nature there. So they built upon nature. They they leveled it. So it's cities. It's asphalt. It's tar. It's concrete. It's it's big trucks. It's it's bustling. It's exhaust. It's just all of this trapped emissions all over the place. Which I don't. I'm not faulting them for that. But it makes it even fucking hotter. And some for some someone like me who's very susceptible to the heat because I'm a fucking Jewish Polish. Belgian, Swedish, Norwegian, Danish, whatever the fuck I am. I come from cold places, all right? My lineage is from cold. I don't come from hot. So my Viking Jew ass gets hot very quickly. And, it, and like I said, it, it, it affects me more. So that was probably pot, part of the fucking Dunkin' Donuts, Ice Latte, Ben Affleck, fucking uh, Matt Damon, uh, uh, show me them apple shit. The, the, the feeling that I had in my stomach, that was probably part of it was the, the heat. And, and we were all feeling it. I take off my backpack. I just have fucking... Uh, 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 
straps, lines of, of fucking strap sweat, a back sweat. I'm a fucking mess. Um, but we made it. We had fun. And we walked around a lot that day. We had good food. Uh, like I said, what else did we have? We, we, we went to, my wife at one point wanted to go to the MoMA, of course. She wants to go to museums. And I don't fuck, I don't get museums. All right? I'm supposed to be this artist, quote unquote. I hate the fucking word. I don't like talking to other writers unless I'm on the same line of them in terms of aesthetics. I, I really don't like talking to artists. I really, really don't. Uh, it's something... It's, 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 it's a me thing. It's definitely a me thing. I don't like talking to people who think they're artists or even people who are artists. I will talk to, I've talked to many, many writers. I've talked to many poets. I've talked to many uh, artists in, in the past. And I just, I find I don't like it. Uh, sometimes I just like want to talk about tits and, and, and football. And that's it. And I probably mentioned that on many podcasts as well. But I'm a simple guy. Yeah, well, will I talk about writing with a friend for hours and hours and hours when we're just talking about what we believe behind the art, what writing should be? Of course I will. But I can't do it in like crowds. I can't do it in, 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 in uh, certain situations where that's all we're talking. It gets boring. It gets fucking boring. But I knew early on in this trip that of course, when I went to Chicago, I went to the museum there, whatever the fuck, big lions outside. I can't was it an art museum? I don't remember. But it's the same thing I did with the with the writers conference. Uh, I, I well, the writers conference was fucking in and out. I could I just couldn't handle it. Hey, I got published there. Hey, I got published there. Ooh, I got published there. Oh, I got published there. I just walked right by him. I don't care. So when I went to the Chicago Art Museum, it was good. It was nice. I liked it. It was fine. But I spent about an hour there, uh, and I knew people that artists, and I say that very with a sharp tongue, with a forked tongue, with a fucking blah, 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 with a fucking devil's tongue, whatever that means. Oh, fucking licking an asshole. Have you guys ever licked an asshole before? Um, but I say that with that. I say it with a with a shit stained tongue, with a with an asshole that you were like, should I, should I go in there? Should did she bathe? Did he take a shower? Did he use actual like Irish Spring? Because I like that scent. All right. Did you or did he use something harsher? Um, but I, I, I don't, I don't get it. I just don't get staying in there all fucking day. I, I can appreciate like a beautiful piece of art. If you're sit, sit, sitting before like a uh, fucking, what's that one? Guernavaca, Guernica, Guernica, is that it? Is that Picasso? Or I think it's Picasso. Anyways, when you're watching, when you're seeing like a gigantic like art piece on a wall, it takes up a whole wall and there's a lot of different like intricate pieces to it. A lot of, a lot of action going on within this painting. I understand that, how you can sit at that and get lost in it for a little while and just sit and sort of uh, immerse yourself within the art. But if there's a fucking big canvas that's painted black with a dot on it in one, like one corner and you're like, oh, oh, oh. Uh, and you can feel yourself like tensing and your, your your prostate is like tensing up and your dick is rising and your fucking uh, uh, shorts that are too short that aren't that probably aren't in style anymore but you think they are because you're an artist if they're going in your fucking cut off jean shorts and you're starting to rise the fluid in your balls are is is, is getting too much to hold and and, and, the, and the blood in your dick is pulsating you got a problem there's something wrong with you i understand art but I don't at the same time. But anyways, my, my wife wanted to go to some art museums. And she wanted to go to the MoMA. And of course, they all have to have the fucking acronym, the abbreviate MoMA. Uh, Museum of Modern Art. And we went there. And nice, uh, one day, I can't remember it, I took a, a picture of Trump Tower because it's funny. Uh, we're on Fifth Avenue, you know, Saks Fifth Avenue. You got, you got shit uh, with Royal City Music Hall, something famous. I don't know. Um, so we're right around that area. Did we go to the MoMA? Uh, and it was fine. And uh, the kids were free. My, we were going to be 25 bucks. And this nice man in line, he sees this nice white fucking, uh, probably he thinks is a, is, a, is, a, is a Judeo-Christian family standing in line waiting to get a ticket. And he's, oh, here you go. And he handed us a free adult ticket. He's, I don't know. I don't use it. Uh, are you guys, or he asked me, he asked us first, are you guys, are you guys from out of town? I'm like, do we look like we're fucking from New York? Uh, and then he gave us the pass. And then uh, I said, thank you, sir. So I go in. My wife's waiting to buy her ticket. My kids come in. So we, we went to the MoMA. And we spent about, like I said, about an hour, hour and a half in there. At least I did. You know, we were walking the kids around, showing them art. There was a couple 
of exhibits that my wife wanted to see. Can't remember what the fucking artist's name is right now. Very big sketcher, sketching guy. Uh, what the fuck is his name? I don't remember. Turn of the century, 19, 1800s and 1900s. Can't remember his name. Anyways, we see him, see that, see this. And I see shit. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I can do that. That's what every artist thinks when they go to a, That's what everybody thinks when they go to a museum. And there's just some shit I just don't understand. But we did it. We went to the MoMA. All right. But after that, we went to Ray's Original Famous Pizza. I believe that's what it's called. And that's what you have to do in fucking uh, uh, New York City. And according to my pretentious notebook, which every fucking failed writer has, is this composition book with a little splatter of black and white on there. I'm sure the mosaic. Is that, is that the right, correct phrase of what the, the covering? You can get them at fucking Rite Aid for three bucks. And every writer has one because they think it's like, oh, it's my composition book. It's my journal. It's my journal. It's my journal. Um, but according to, yeah, original famous race. Oh, we ate there. We got some pizza. We got a slice. Is that what you say? You got a slice. And I was telling the kids, yeah, you got to bend it in half, you fucking posers. You got to bend that slice in half. This is what New Yorkers do. This is what New York's all about. So we went to the museum. Fine. We did that. New York, New York, New York. We're almost done with fucking New York here. Then we got Boston. Am I going to talk about Boston next time? I'm already at a fucking hour here. I don't know if I'm going to talk about Boston. Maybe I will. We didn't spend as much time in Boston than we did in New York. I like Boston. Is Boston more of a town that I could probably live in? Maybe the outskirts. But I could definitely see myself living on the East Coast. But going back to the pizza, I like the thing I like about New York is the shortness, is the succinct nature of conversation that I've noticed. And again, I don't live there, so I don't know fully. But what I noticed when I went there briefly years ago, seven, eight years ago, when I had my fucking New York agent, agent, and I thought I was all uh, pretentious, ooh, look at me, but I had to go fucking shit a fucking liquid again because of my stomach in a McDonald's back in 2013 waiting to go sign my contract with my agent because I was so fucking nervous and hung over yet again. Anyways, so when this time, but the, the, I remember that time, the shortness uh, of people. They're like, oh, how do I get there? They point, oh, excuse me, do you know? And then it's not like a long-winded conversation like a Californian might have. Oh, so are you, are you new in town? Look at me. Oh, have you, are you, have you lived in San Francisco long? Oh, oh you have fucking hair in, in your armpits too? Oh, oh, you're a guru. Me too. I'm a guru as well. Oh, yes. What is your hexagon today? Are you feeling the inner circle of life? How can we, re, how can we reveal today what is within you? Um, it's not like that whatsoever. It's like, where do you go? And they point. Oh, can you tell me, help me with this Metro card? Yeah, can't do it. Here's an envelope. What the fuck's the envelope for? And he just turns away. Uh, I don't know. So, there, but there is something about it. We go to the pizza place. Two slices, two slices of that, two slices. Boom, boom, boom. Do you want to, uh, can I get a beer? Which one? That one. All right. There it is. Transaction fucking over. No smiles. Very little eye contact, no warmth. And I'm okay with that. I like that. I personally strive for that. Whether I live in the middle of fucking woods in Minnesota or fucking Michigan by the goddamn glove handle, which I imagine will be stroking me off with some Lubriderm or some baby oil because I'll be in the middle of the fucking Michigan wild with nobody around me except for other hermits who will hopefully come over as well with, with a fresh batch of Lubriderm. But well, there, or New York City, or San Francisco, or fucking Memphis, or Omaha, Nebraska, wherever you're going, I, it just who needs conversation? I don't fucking need conversation. Is it fun to have while you're bellied up to a bar? Of course it is. Is it fun to have while you're just sitting, walking down the streets? No. Get in, get out. That's what life should be like. That's what travel should be like. We don't need this long fucking winded, oh, do, 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 small town talk. We don't. And people who are afraid to travel, afraid to go to cities, or not afraid, just don't, maybe that's what they don't want. They don't want that short. They just like their, their lives. To, what the fuck was that? God damn it. How do a fly get in here? Doors closed. Fucking hell. Well, this is the dungeon. So I, these are my flies. These, these are my flies. These are my boys. These are my fly boys. Um, but maybe that's what people are afraid of. They're afraid of the, the, the discomfort zone. Of travel, and I think, like I said, I like that. I like the discomfort thing. I like sometimes getting a bad meal and be like, "What the fuck was that? That was a mistake." And we got a couple of bad meals in New York. Not everything was good. Sometimes we stopped just to get out of the heat to get a drink, and then we got shit food. That happens. That's okay. Not everything can be uh, like uh, perfectly, uh, perfectly perfect. Nothing can be polished all the time. That's what's beautiful about travel. And that's hopefully what we put into my children. That's what we've instilled into our children is that things can be okay when they're fucked up. All right? Like my teeth. 
But that what's going to not be fucked up in my children's life is their teeth. They will have, in my mind, the fucking most perfect teeth that a ch- children have ever had in their existence. If they're not going to be perfect because they're my kids, but their teeth will be as good as possible. All right? That's what I want for my kids. That is what I strive for. Travel, not so much. Give me a fucking uh, 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 a shitty-feeling stomach. Give me a bad hamburger. Give me a couple of, of, of waitresses who don't look you in the eye and scorn you for even asking if they have any local beers. Just, just go for that. Go for the craziness. Go for the guy that I saw right after I got on the air train. I had to take a piss right after we got off the airplane. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a piss in the fucking, in the, in the metro, in the fucking air train uh, bathroom. And I go there and there's a guy in the other section. It's, it's a two, two level bathroom or two, it's a separated bathroom. There's urinals and toilets on one side, urinals and toilets on another, kind of like an airport, but this is, this is the air train station. So I go in there, I got a piss. There's a couple of dudes over there. There's a couple of guys over here and I'm just taking a piss and I hear like, oh, you don't think I'm going to shit in the toilet. I'm like, oh, here we go. This is what I came for. This is what I thought New York City was going to be. This is what I was striving for. And I said, you don't think I'll do it? You don't think I'll take a shit in the fucking sink? I've shit in the sink before. I hear that in the other, the other side. So it's a little echoey. I've shit in the sink before. It's a little, little faded, a little muffled. And I hear other people, ah, man, shit, let's get the fuck out of here. Not saying what ethnicity they were over my boy. Shit, man, fuck. What did he, he say? What'd he say? Oh, fuck. Maybe they get out of there. I'm like, ah, shit. I got to wash my hands because it's, uh, it's COVID. Uh, so I got to wash my hands. And I see there's like, you can see the mirror. It's kind of like corner. It's a cornered mirror sort of. So I have a mirror on this side. There's a mirror on the other side uh, of the separated bathroom. And I can somehow see this man uh, in the reflection of my mirror. And he's, he's typical. He's a bum. You can't really tell exactly what ethnicity or cultural, culturally specific, uh, exactly what he is behind the uh, beneath the, the veneer of fucking rust and, and grease and uh, Ray's original pizza that he pulled out of the dumpster or whatever it might be. But it just, I just—he's not really looking at me, but I know he's. he's I, I attract these people. I've talked about it before, right? I'm a fucking magnet for crazy. And he just kind of, but this trip, for some reason, the magnet, I was, I was demagnetized. Maybe it's like a, a West Coast thing. Maybe on the West Coast, I'm a magnet. On the East Coast, it's like, it's, it's like the, the bipolar, the, the, I'm the polar opposite, right? It's like the, uh, what is it, the fucking, what, what's the two electrons, neutrons, they battle against each other, or two electrons can't go with a neutron, or fucking neutrons can't go with a fucking Carmen Electra. Carmen Electra had big tits, therefore she fucked Dave Navarro. I don't know what's going on. Or how, did she fuck Prince? She a Prince? Prince uh, uh, Superette. What the fuck were they called? Was she a dancer for Prince? Anyways, so maybe it's maybe I'm demagnetized, like I said. So anyways, I'll shit right now. I'll shit. I'm pulling down my pants. I'm shitting. I'm gonna shit. 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 I'm gonna shit. Shit. And that's I, I left him. At, I left him to do what he did. Washing my hands. Walked out. I have my big fucking rugby sack on my on my on my back. And I was like, all right, time to go. And then, oh, how was your piss? Good. Oh, thanks. Thanks for asking. No one asked. No one cared. Not the cops that I, not the cops that are standing right by the turnstile as I lifted my daughter underneath her arms and placed her very gently on the turnstile because I wanted to save $7.75 from the fucking air train and some nice young black man on the MTA at 34th and Penn Station told me I could. He told me I could lift my daughter over the turnstile. It's fucking New York. You can do what you want. Maybe I'll talk about Boston next time. Maybe I won't. Lick my ass. See you guys next time.